The Bible Story Podcast, New Testament. Story 20 The Man Born Blind. What people tend to forget when you're blind is that you're not deaf as well. In fact, my hearing's a lot better than most people's, and I could hear them quite clearly as they came towards me. Jesus, somebody asked, whose fault is it that this man's been born blind? And then, to rub it in a little more, he said, Was it his own sin or his parents' sin? Come on, I thought. It could hardly be my sin. That would have meant I'd done something evil even before I was born. And as for my parents, well... Then I heard another voice answering the question. I guess it must have been Jesus. Neither, he said. It wasn't this man's fault or his parents' fault. This man was born blind so that the power of God could be seen in him whatever that meant, and then he added, all of us have got to get on with the tasks God's given us to do, because there's little time left before the night falls and all work comes to an end. But you see, while I'm still here in the world, I am the light of the world. I'd been born blind, I'd never seen any light, so I really couldn't understand what he was talking about when he said he was the light of the world. What happened next was a little, well, awkward. Jesus spat on the ground and made some mud with his spit and some soil. Then I felt a gooey substance being rubbed over my eyes and Jesus spoke to me. Go and wash in the pool of Siloam, he said. And that was that. I had no option but to wash to get the mud off my eyes. But something inside me seemed to tell me that I should do exactly what Jesus had told me to do. Not just find some water to wash off the mud, but to go to where he'd said. It didn't take long to go to Siloam, and when I was there, I started to wash off the mud. It was good to get it off because it had started to dry a little and was becoming uncomfortable. I put my head down to the pool, dipped my hands in, and splashed great handfuls of water over my eyes. Then I washed off the mud and started to wipe the water out of my eyes. There aren't words to describe how I felt next. It's just not possible for you to understand. But when I opened my eyes... My head was filled with with light, colours, images, things, movement. I could see. Jesus had healed me. I could see. Not even in my wildest imagination had I dreamt that seeing would be like this. When I was young, I'd often asked what it was like, and nothing anyone said had made any sense. Until now. Now I understood what people meant when they used words to describe a colour or the clouds in the sky. When I was young, I'd pestered my parents to ask them if maybe one day I could see, if the doctors could heal me. They'd try to find out if there was any hope for me, but the doctors had soon put them straight. No one had ever been able to see who'd been born blind. It just didn't happen. But now, this man Jesus had come along, covered my eyes with mud, told me to wash in the pool of Siloam, and the impossible had happened. I could see. You couldn't wipe the smile off my face. I made my way back using the skills I'd learnt when I was blind, but also taking in my surroundings. When my neighbours saw me, they hardly recognised me because of the stupid great grin on my face. They started looking at each other and asking, Is this the same blind beggar we knew before? I kept telling them, Yeah, yeah, it's me, it's me. But they could hardly believe their eyes. What happened, they asked. Who healed you? Well, I told them. This man Jesus came along, 
spat on the ground, made some mud out of his spit in the soil, and then rubbed it on my eyes. Then he sent me to the pool of Siloam and told me to wash the mud off in that pool. I did everything he said, and when I'd done it, I could see. Well, they asked, where is he now? I've no idea, I replied. When my neighbours heard that Jesus had made the mud out of the spit and soil, I could tell they were uncomfortable. You see, it was the Sabbath day when all this happened, and our religious experts, the Pharisees, had made up lots of little extra rules to make sure no one disobeyed the Sabbath law, which says you must keep the Sabbath day holy. One of these extra rules was to do with not working something like dough or mud, so they took me to the Pharisees. What happened? they asked me, and I told them about the mud making and about washing in the pool of Siloam and then being able to see. That's when the argument started. This man Jesus can't be from God, one of them said, because he's working on the Sabbath. And then another answered, but how could some ordinary person do such a mighty miracle? Neither side could agree with the other, so they asked me, who do you think this man is who opened your eyes? To be honest, I hadn't really thought about it because I was so overjoyed at being able to see again. So after a moment's thought, I said, um, well, I guess he must be a prophet. You won't believe what happened next. Completely ignoring what I'd said, they started to accuse me of never having been blind in the first place. They wouldn't listen to a word I said. In fact, they were so adamant that I hadn't ever been blind that they called my parents in to question them. Is this your son, they asked. Was he born blind? And if so, how can he see now? I'd never seen my parents before then and I didn't know what the expression on their faces meant, but I could tell from their voices they were worried. Yes, he is our son, they said, and he was born blind, but how he came to be able to see again, and who healed him, we can't say. Ask him yourself, they said. He's old enough to speak for himself. And so, once again, they called me in. Give glory to God by telling the truth, they said, because we know Jesus is a sinner. Give glory to God, I ask you. How much more glory could you give to God than healing a man born blind? Whether he's a sinner or not, I don't know, I said. But this one thing I do know. I was blind, and now I can see. But what did he do? they asked again. How did he heal you? I couldn't believe it. They hadn't been listening to a word I'd said. Look, I insisted, I've already told you. Didn't you listen the first time? Why do you want me to tell you again? And then a little bit cheekily I asked, Do you want to become his disciples too? That did it. They nearly exploded. They started saying all kinds of rude things to me. You may be his disciple, but we're disciples of Moses, they roared. We know that God spoke to Moses, but as for this man, we don't know anything about him. Oh, says I, that's very strange. Here comes a man who heals the eyes of someone born blind, and you don't know anything about him. Well, we know that God doesn't listen to sinners, but that he hears those who worship him and do what he wants them to do. Never before in the whole history of the world has anyone been able to heal the eyes of a person born blind. If this man wasn't from God, then he couldn't have done it. They'd lost the argument and they knew it, so they started shouting at me, treating me like a fool as they spat out their nastiness. You were steeped in sin from your birth, they screamed. Are you trying to teach us? And then they threw me out of the synagogue, 
making it very clear that I would not be welcomed back. The news of what had happened to me must have spread like wildfire, because not too long afterwards this man came up to me. When he spoke, I immediately recognised his voice. It was Jesus. Do you believe in the Son of Man? he asked. Who is he, sir? I replied, because I'd like to. You have seen him, he told me, and he is speaking to you now. Yes, Lord, I answered. I do believe. And then I did what was the only right thing to do. I worshipped him. Jesus spoke to me again. I have come to judge the world, to give sight to the blind, and to show those who think they can see that they're really blind. I understood what that meant. I could see now, but it was more than just my eyes. I also understood who he was. But some Pharisees who'd followed me overheard what Jesus said and got all uptight again. Are you saying we're blind, they said? Well, even I could tell that they had no idea who Jesus really was. But Jesus answered them, If you were blind, you wouldn't be guilty, but you remain guilty because you claim you can see. I understood that. The Pharisees thought they knew all about God and had it all worked out. And yet, when they were confronted with this incredible miracle that had happened to me, they refused to believe that it said anything about who Jesus is. I'm so grateful to God that I can see. This story is based on John, chapter 9. Thank you for listening to the Bible Story Podcast, a Tale to Tell media production. If you've enjoyed this story, why not tell your family and friends? And if you leave a review on your podcast host, that'll help others find the Bible stories. In the meantime, feel free to visit the website, thebiblestorypodcast.com, where you can find a complete list of all the stories we've done and let us know what you think.